Are you feeling stuck, lost, tired, or uninspired? We've all been there, including myself. I'm Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that the best, unapologetic, and limitless version of yourself is yet to come. The Born Unbreakable podcast is here to inspire just that. With motivating guests from all different walks of life and around the world, their stories will empower you to unlock abundance and your unbreakable spirit. Do you need accountability? Reach out to me for a free consultation of how I can support you in reaching your maximum potential. This episode is brought to you by Sherpa Way Marketing. Are you a business looking to gain greater visibility online through search engine optimized content? Maybe you need effective ad campaigns to kickstart or bolster traffic to your website. Sherpa Way Marketing has seasoned experts that are bilingual in English and Spanish. Let them take the guesswork away and enhance your brand positioning with their comprehensive marketing services. Go to SherpaWayMarketing.com. That's S-H-E-R-P-A-W-A-Y marketing.com to schedule your free 45-minute consultation today. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. It's spring and I'm excited about that because I'm over the weather from the winter. Now, I live in Las Vegas and so I might re- be regretting saying that because then when the summer comes, I'm going to be complaining that it's too hot. So I'm just going to enjoy that it's spring and it's somewhere in the middle between really cold and really hot and just embrace that for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> and my guest today is in a different part of the world because she's in the UK, although she's trying to make her way to visit the US at some point in the near future. I have Diana Indris with me today, and we're talking about something that's actually my favorite topic to talk about, which is relationships, because they're dynamic, they're intricate, they're complex, but they're fun. And that's what we're focusing on the fun part, because Diana is actually the owner and creator of a game called Better Topics. I think it's in 176 countries now, the piece of information that I studied up on. And she created it with her husband, who's who's a better person to create a relationship-oriented game with than your partner. And she's very passionate about helping couples have great relationships that are filled with happiness and joy. And that is the intention of the game, which we're going to learn more about. But Diana, welcome from the UK to the show. Hi, Des, and thank you so, so much for having me on today. Um, I really loved your introduction and you know about spring and stuff i am so done with winter yet like you have no idea and right now literally a couple of days ago we had all four seasons in one day and i'm not even joking in the morning it was snowing and then half an hour later there was sunshine as if almost you could walk out without a jacket and then half an hour later was raining and then snowing again and then like that for like two days so at this point i'm done like i want sun and i want summer (laughs) Yeah, I I understand the uh, schizophrenic weather. It's not too enjoyable and it affects your mood. There's studies that talk about uh, places that don't get sun, how those folks are not as happy. 
It is true, as actually, because in the UK as well, you know how they say in movies that whenever you go to UK, you kind of need an umbrella because it's always raining. Yes. Unfortunately, that's not a joke. <laughs> that's that's real life. Yeah. Uh, that being said, to be honest and fair, it doesn't rain as much, especially during the winter. However, it is cloudy a lot of the time. So there are yeah. weeks on end or even months where you literally don't see a bit of sun at all mm -hmm. because it's just cloudy and gray even if it's not you know raining per se but still it will be gray and you still won't see any sun yes now the good news for anybody who's deciding whether they or not they want to visit the uk is come that <laughs> yeah come in the summer and there's there's so much to see and learn about and history and and such magnificent places and food and people that regardless of the weather it's worth it. So yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can certainly say that. Um, but I, you know, when I thought about this episode today, I'm like fascinated because, you know, games are things that people are always turning to for entertain. I mean, I can't imagine during the pandemic, everybody trying to figure out what to do with their time and how many relationships ended and started during that time and maybe if people had your game they could have done a better job with how they dealt with their relationship um, stuff but before we talk about the game because now everybody's going to be like wait what i need to google this i need to figure out what this is and figure out and decide if they want to buy it and play it is um tell me your story so what's your background how did you get interested in this area of relationships uh let's start there so my, um, well, I hope everyone got their cup of tea because this is going <laughs> to take a while. <laughs> hey, I've got my, my coffee uh, right here. It's delicious. So my background is actually in law. That's what I studied in university. And just after graduating, I actually came to the UK and I've been living here for the last 11 years now. Um, and because the law system that I studied is a bit different than the English one. You know, I had to find some other job, basically. So I started working in administration in NHS, which is the national health system, meaning I started working at a local hospital in admin. Um, and once I got there, I actually, you know, set myself a goal of reaching to a management level because I thought, you know, once I get there, I'll have creative freedom. I'll be able to change things, to influence things in a way that I thought, you know, they should be influenced, especially because I started from the lowest admin paid job all the way to management level. I've seen at each step, you know, what can be improved and how. And, you know, um, interestingly enough, the goal I set myself, I actually uh, achieved literally in the years I set myself to do it. Maybe if I would have set myself less years, I would have done it like that as well. I don't know. <laughs> That's possible as well. But what I realized was once I got there that although I was a manager and I had a lot more responsibility, slightly more pay only, I still didn't have any creative freedom. And I was so disappointed with that, you know. Um, and in parallel, whilst I was, you know, working on my career, I was obviously, you know, dating, going on dates, in relationships then. And I had few failed relationships, you know, and once you know i started analyzing them to understand exactly what is it wrong you know with 
with the relationship itself. Why, why is it that I cannot have a happy relationship, long-lasting one, fulfilling one, the type that most of us would literally dream about? You know, I was like, what, why, why I cannot have those? So because I was looking at my career and professional life and everything was going exactly according to plan, everything was on schedule, was perfect, going the direction I wanted. My private life, not so much. So I actually had the same approach that I had in my career, basically. You know, when at work, you don't know how to do something, you're going to read a few books on it, you're going to take a course, maybe, you know, go to seminars and stuff. So you're basically going to educate yourself on it and then start doing it. And the more you do it, the better you're at it, you know. So I actually took the same approach to relationships because I realized that although all my ex-partners were literally very, very, very different one from another, I was always the common point in each relationship. So I was like, okay, if any of these relationships haven't worked out and mm -hmm. I'm only the common point, well, guess what's the problem then? Clearly me. So I yeah. had to face that and you know, I had to own up to that and mm -hmm. work on it because I was like, anyway, at the end of the day, I am the only one that can that I can influence and change. So, you know, I started thinking about things like if I want the perfect partner, then how do I need to be, you know, to match that perfect partner? Because even if I would meet that amazing guy, you know, today, would he even like me? Would he even look at me? You know, like, would we even be on the same level energetically and, you know, all of those things? So I started working on myself quite a lot and study as much as I could on relationships and what actually makes a good partner. Now, it took actually a couple of years. And this is what I want to point out to people is that when you do stuff like this, you might not see changes overnight. And that's okay. Like from my last relationship till I actually met Robert, who is now my husband, it took me two years. So for two years, I was, you know, um, alone. Interestingly enough, not lonely. So there is a difference. Uh, but I was working on myself, you know, and bettering myself. And because I had this determination that I said, I'm not going to go into any other relationship until... I know I have that certainty that this next partner will be there for the wrong long, wrong, sorry, long run. Um, and they will be really, really committed to the relationship. Now, I wasn't, you know, very specific on getting married or not, but I definitely wanted to feel and see that the partner next to me, they are completely committed to the relationship and to me, basically. And um, it was only after I read a book called Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. And he said, well, you know, whoever uh, portrays God in, in the book said that we choose whatever we live in this life, whether consciously or not, everything that we go through, we chose it for one reason or another. So I said, okay, if I can choose anything in this life, then I choose to actually experience love and an amazing relationship. Let's focus on that then. And then I started thinking, what if I can choose my partner? Like how would how would the perfect partner even look like, be like? I didn't know at that point. I knew two, three things, you know, like, oh, they should be like this, 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 and that's it. But then I sat down with myself and I actually wrote this list and I came up with about 21 points on my list. Various things from, you know, um, dark hair to, uh, family values to um, to be entrepreneurial and always to have this desire of bettering himself, 
smarter than I, so I can always learn from him because that always excites me in a man. Um, you know, all sorts of things that, you know, came into my mind. And interestingly enough, about halfway through the list, I was like, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to be too selfish, you know. I don't want to limit the universe. But then I thought, well, maybe the universe has like a few thousand men that would meet this list. Let's just make it more specific so they can actually pick out that one person that I want. So I just continued with my list and then I left it. And then for a couple of months, I was going about my life and, you know, the daily things as if I would actually have that person in my life. And I know it sounds so crazy and um, weird as well, you know, but I was actually trying to focus on the feeling of actually having that person in my life every day. How would that even feel? Because I didn't know, you know, I wanted to be more familiar with the feeling so that when I actually meet the person, I would recognize the feeling easier. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't seem so foreign to me, you know. So two months later, I actually met this amazing, amazing uh, person, Robert. <laughs> and once we started actually dating and being together, and I told him about my list, he showed me his list, which was so strange that he had his own list as well. Now, bear in mind, mine was 21 bullet points of things that I wanted. His list was a seven-page essay. And he had about, I think, 36 points or so in his list. And he literally described each point in detail. So where I put only, you know, similar family values, you know, family to be important for him, he literally wrote like half a page only on that or maybe up to a page. I don't remember exactly. And the very interesting thing was that when we were dating and I remembered my list, Robert literally had all of them, everything, including the passion, including the attraction, everything everything on that list you had it everything plus more because this is what i always used to tell him like you're everything i wanted and more because i i recognize some really good characteristics in him that i didn't even think of including on my list so when i read his it was such a strange feeling because he literally described me to the smallest detail ever it was like reading a report of someone that wrote about me but someone who knew me very well Although, bear in mind, he wrote that list three years before we've met. So, you know, um, also when we've met, one thing that helped us, you know, get everything just going amazingly well was the fact that both of us educated ourselves on relationships. So I educated myself on it because obviously I wanted to meet the right person and have a great relationship. And he educated himself on it because he already was in a relationship which wasn't working at the time. So he tried to improve it by, you know, educating himself, reading about it, going on courses about it and finding out what the specialists say that you should do. And then trying, trying you know, all the tactics and techniques that you can do in a relationship. So eventually that relationship still you know um they had to break it off because you know they had their own reasons but by the time we've met you know he already had all this knowledge and i had all this knowledge and then we came together and everything just clicked and everything went on so well and it was so easy you know there wasn't any struggle everything was pleasant everything Everything was there, basically, you know, it, it was so amazing when everything just fell into place in the most perfect way. And two months into the relationship, you know, he proposed and four months later we had our wedding. So within six months of knowing each other, we were married already. 
And wow. we've been together, so we've been married for four years, close to four years now. In May, we, it will be four years. Um, and I was just talking with someone the other day. They were asking me how many arguments we had. Honestly, only about two. And I know this sounds crazy, but literally we had only two arguments before the wedding and they were related to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, we literally had no arguments because, you know, everything is so much nicer when you actually have a partner who you know supports you and who you support as well. Mm-hmm. And ev- every discussion, it's actually a discussion and not an argument, you know, which is so it was so new to me in the beginning you know because i've never experienced that before that i always had i always felt i had to fight for whatever i wanted in a relationship whereas now i can just say it and it's happening you know we can just yeah. talk about it and then we can decide on it you know it's amazing right. to have a great relationship and um you know this is one of the many reasons why we actually came up with the game because we realize how important communication is in a relationship and also to still have fun with your partner and play with your partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is phenomenal. So many things that you said. I, I, I want to say, you know, the first thing that stands out to me is the work that you do independently. I think it's so fundamental for people to recognize whether you're in a relationship right now or you're not. And to know that the work doesn't stop. It's not like when you go to school and you study and you get a degree and you're done with school. With relationships, you're in school forever (laughs) because you're constantly learning. But to to your point, in the time that you were getting ready for the best relationship that has come and now you are living in and you're thriving in, you were preparing. Yes. Meaning you were doing the work on yourself so yes. you could perceive and serendipitously, whether you call it the universe or spirituality, whatever people believe, is he was doing the same. Yes. And it's that alignment that, you know, that brought you together. And I, I do exactly. think that there's, you know, you might call it divine timing, uh, but there, but there is something to be said for doing the work, meeting at a time where that is understood so you actually can have healthy dialogue and build something together, you know? It is, you know, that readiness as well, you know, because I, as you said, you know, first of all, I would just want to touch on the thing that you said, you know, for careers and stuff, you go to school and then you finish studying. You actually never finish studying if you think about it whatever job you have you always have to keep up to date with the new stuff in your field so that as well never stops we might as well just accept it and work with it instead of just resist it resist it i Um, know everything i don't need to learn anything more yeah (laughs) yeah um but it was because so we are both originally from the same town basically and we spent eight years in the same town as in for high school and university we've never met we don't even have friends in common, nothing. Although as students, you tend to go out in the same bars, same places, same whatever. We've never met in eight okay, years. Okay, so you did all of that and never ran across paths. Where no. where was the town that you, that you were um, both in, from? In Romania, which is Eastern Europe. That's where we are originally from. 
So you both were in Romania, in had the same similarities. Town. You We've ended up met. in the UK and then you met there. And the strangest thing is that I was in the UK and he was in Mexico. Wow. So just after uni, I came to the UK and I was living here already for like six years by the time we've met. Uh -huh. He was living in Mexico for five years before that, before we've mm. met. Mm -hmm. And I went home for my cousin's wedding and he went home for a period as well, you know, to visit his family. And somehow the planets, the stars, whatever aligned, you know, and we've met. And interestingly enough was that few years before as well, we were at home at the same, around the same time, around the same months, which were different times of the year than when we've met. And even then we haven't met, but we've met, you know, two years after that point, because that was when we were supposed to meet, I guess. Wow. It's so strange. And let me tell you, everything about our relationship is very strange at this point. Like, for example, our parents are exactly the same. Like both our fathers are these very chilled back guys, very academic, both of them, you know, super smart in their fields, both of them extremely smart. Our mothers are the entrepreneurs of the families, both of them, you know, they are the ones that you go to help you solve out anything. They know everyone, even if they cannot solve it, they'll find someone to help you with. You know, they are the ones that you go to actually get real help, you know, real life situations. That's where you go to get them solved with. Um, even down to the fact that our we are both the younger ones in the family and we both have older brothers. And when he was telling me about his brother and you know, how he is and his personality type and everything, the first question I asked him, I'm like, what did your brother graduate in uni? And then he told me like geography and tourism. And I started laughing because my brother <laughs> studied exactly the same, which was so strange. <laughs> So we literally grew up in many ways in a very similar family as well, you know, in, in very, very close to each other physically. And we've never met. So we had you to literally go living parallel yes. lives. And then they decided to intersect. Yes, exactly. Exactly. There was a divine intervention that said, you know what? It's time. Yes. They've done their work. They're going to connect. They have all these things in common and we're going to make this happen. Yes. Yeah. And then if, if, if nothing else at this point for anybody listening, because we're going to get to the game is they're they're like, so it is possible. Yes. <laughs> they're exactly. Saying, you can meet somebody. If That's you haven't yet, yes. you can, right? Yes. Because even when I met him the first time and we were like, you know, going out for drinks and getting to know each other, I was thinking to myself, even then, even if nothing comes of it, you know, with him, although I really, really liked him from the very first moment I've seen him, um, even if nothing comes of this relationship, it's fine. At least I know and I have the certainty that men, because I was looking for men, but, um, you know, individuals like the ones I was looking for actually exist. I was so happy just with that realization. I was like, even if he is not the one, you know, I am happy that I'm not crazy. Basically. Yeah, progress, <laughs> be happy with the progress. You know, I, and I, you know, I will say this because relationships can be confusing and they can, 
make you question and go through all kinds of emotional ups and downs is mindset is is an is an important factor in here because sometimes we become jaded or heavily influenced yes. by our experiences of the past. If you've had less than ideal relationships, relationships that you've struggled with, challenges that you look back on, baggage that you're still carrying, trauma that you haven't overcome and you're, you know, figuring that out, you might be taking it forward. You know, I I, I think that goes back to what we talked about where you have to do the work. Yes. So that's 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 a given. You know, you you can't take that away. You have to have hope meaning yes. there's possibility and i think you know you you talked about this but um there was a third point that you made which is you're the common denominator yes you can you can control that yes right you can control your thoughts you control your behavior you can control how you show up and the more self-awareness you have, you know, this is, this is the ultimate that we would want in the world is that the way that you see yourself and you have the self-awareness is that is the way that people actually perceive you. If the perception that someone has and the way that you see yourself is aligned there, then that's a good sign of your ability to be self-aware of yes. where you're strong, where you're challenged, where you need to ask for help, the things that you're still working on. And that's that's where we have to be very careful to not play the victim card, the blame card. Well, it's always because this happens, I have bad luck, I just get the short end of the stick, I'm not meant for love, I'm just gonna be with yes. nobody, you know. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? You've seen well, enough movies, right? One, exactly. But one thing what I was doing during this time when I was alone was to make myself believe that a great relationship actually is possible. I started looking for positive examples. Because I, you know, when I was actually thinking about these things and going through, you know, all this uh, education about relationships, many times I, I came across about the same idea where we tend to have the same, um, and even in life, this is true, the same type of uh, behaviors, especially in stressful situations that um, our parents used to have in similar situations or someone who was very influential in our childhood, you know? And I was like, okay, do I actually believe a great relationship is possible at this point? Because I haven't seen many around me. How, is, is that even possible? So then I started looking for positive examples you know, of, of relationships around me. And yes, you're not with those person, with those people at all times to actually know, but mm -hmm. I could still see a lot of positive things in other relationships that I wanted to experience as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And once yeah. I was clear exactly what those are, then I just hold on to those because I was like, I don't want to focus on what I don't want. I don't even care about that. You know, I just look towards exactly what was it that I wanted. And I just kept that as, as a as a lighthouse, you know, to guide me in a way. Yeah, that's the north star, and yeah. you know, focus 
goes where your energy flows. So if you're focused on everything that doesn't work and all the things you don't want, guess what? You're going to get more of that. Exactly. You're going to attract all of those things because it's what you're focused on. It's yes. what you think about and it's what you look for. And so there's, there's, there's such an importance and alignment of all of those things. So then that brings me to, so, you know, now, now I think people understand it takes work, you know, it's, it is possible. Um, and, and there's relevancy to, to this conversation, whether you're in a relationship at this moment or you're not, you know, because if you're not in one, you want to think about looking for one that is meaningful, that is going to be worthwhile for your investment and that you show up as your best self. If you are in one, then you want to make sure that you are showing up, you are still having fun, you don't have complacency, you yes. still are learning and growing, and you're doing that together. Because I, I, I've learned that in relationships, you can either grow together or you can grow apart. It still yeah. works. It doesn't mean just because you had a fairy tale and you got together and you did the wedding and you have all these common things that it's just going to stay like that without exactly the commitment and the work that it takes yes. to, to maintain a exactly. relationship. And any, anybody who's been in a relationship for, you know, several years or maybe even decades, you know this all too well. You know, it's, it's, it's one of the hardest things to sustain because of the work that it takes, but it doesn't have to feel difficult every day. So exactly. Diana, talk about the game. What is it and how do you play it? Mm. So just to touch a bit um, on what you just said uh, before. Yeah. My strong belief is that everyone can have a great relationship. Like that is possible for literally anyone on this planet if they want to and if they're willing to put in the work. But as you very nicely said, that work doesn't have to be stressful or tedious. It can also be fun if made fun because a relationship is an organic thing. You know, it won't stay the same like it was in the beginning. The passion will dim down over time and that is okay. That is normal, you know, mm -hmm. to happen. It's not the same intensity that it was in the dating phase. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone could even keep it up to that intensity for a long time, to be honest. Right. But because there's people, the chase. And this is, yes. this is what I see happen so often in relationships. My own, others, is it's like it feels like this game. I'm going to get him or I'm going to get her, right? And you're going through this process and there's an exhilaration. There's chemicals that are going on inside of us. Anytime we have this goal that we set in ourselves and we're striving to achieve it, just like we have in other categories, saving a certain amount of money, achieving something scholastically or academically. And so once you have that high, there's like this dopamine and you get it and you have a peak, there's this sensation of like, now what? Now I've, I've chased this person. I've put my net on you. I've caught you. I have this. It's here. Well, now what? Now what you actually now put yourself new milestones. 
to meet them together with your partner you know mm -hmm. because for us for example yes everything fell into place very nicely we had the wedding and then we still continued dating each other like we still have our date nights even now we had them put in place literally from since we started dating you know we we've put although you know we don't have children so we literally live just the two of us in the house we see each other every day we still made the point of having a weekly date night during the week that would first of all break up our work week so you know it would help us to give us something to look forward to you know to spend more time together and mm -hmm. second to have that dedicated time only for the two of us because in weekends either we have friends either we see family either we go somewhere do something whatever our attention is focused on something else but the week the weekly date night during the week it's focused just on us two either we sit and play something together or we go out for dinner or whatever it is is just the two of us yeah and i think that and you know aside that we have other plans together like we have you know places to visit like we want to come to the us together you know and he's excited to show me that because he's been before i haven't you know and that excites him you know like oh my god i want to show you all these amazing places or you know we want to go and see family together and again that excites us as well because we love spending time with family and together you know or even doing crazy stuff like um this morning we actually got to um experience what was my birthday present two years ago but because of the lockdown we couldn't actually do it till this morning it was an indoor flying experience you know and even having that we were excited for the activity itself but we were also excited for the fact that we got to do it together Mm -hmm. Now, bear in mind, to get there, we actually had one and a half hour drive there and one and a half hours drive back as well. And we are getting so excited every time we get to travel together, you know, in a car and because we get to connect, you know, that's the time when the phones are off or maybe, you know, just with the map on. Yeah. And we actually get to connect with each other, you know, and we also okay. value so we value that time so 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 much you know and we get excited for the smallest things and everyone can if they want to because yes yeah. sometimes you might not feel like getting excited for something i understand that but if you mentally get excited before you know it you start feeling it and then before you know it you get excited for the smallest things like i get super excited that he still buys me flowers you know once in a while he still you know just sneaks out of the house because we both work at, at home he sneaks yeah. out of the house and then i just see him you know coming with flowers or something i still really love that you know that he does that he gets yeah. super excited when i cook something very healthy and tasty as well for him you know right we still get excited about these things because we find new things to be excited about instead of just sitting back and letting nothing happen basically yeah. you know like this is boring like yes. how many people say that right and there's so many couples that say it's just not the same anymore. We used to it have fun. Be. We used to have fun. But you, you can still have fun. You used to compliment me. Now I'm just here. We're just existing. Yeah. Ugh. Right. And right. You know, I found that a, 
um, one of the biggest reasons, I mean, there are more, but one of the biggest reasons why this happens is because of movies and how we are programmed with everything that's happening around us. Because mm. romantic movies take you to the point where they meet, something happens, they break up, and at the end they meet again and everything is fine and they forgive each other, whatever, they love each other, they maybe get married, but you know they stay together, you know? That's where the romantic movies end. And that's it. They don't show you how they actually keep up the relationship for years and years and years. So people think that, oh my God, that's the goal. You know, go through the first obstacle to actually be together. Once you're there, whether you got married or not, then most people just sit back and relax because, okay, I've done everything I needed to do. But actually, if you want to have a great relationship, you do have to put in effort every day, you know? Everything. And I know it seems like a lot of effort, especially for those who have maybe children as well and juggling few uh, jobs as well and all of that. I understand yeah. it can be tedious and it can be stressing. Hence why we actually came up with the Better Topics game to give couples a tool that they can use straight away. And it is also fun, you know, and they also get to do fun things together because so the better topics is basically a um, collection of repeatable questions that we've put together with my husband and we've actually worked on these questions for so long like more than six months to so just getting the questions right because first of all we wanted to make them repeatable and second of all we wanted to formulate them in a way that they are not blameful or sound judgy in any way because that's not what we want out of discussions, you know, that couples have with each other. We want them to, yes, still discuss about past situations that happened, but not necessarily bring up past uh, partners or anything like that. It was the situation that we are interested in because that tells us something about our partner. That tells us what is it that upsets them? What is it that they like? Where are their limits? You know, and so on. And alongside the questions, we have what we call modifiers. So these are things like uh, cancel the question, reverse the question, or even um, additional questions to ask more you know, details to the main question. So basically, we're encouraging this full conversation about a topic instead of just a yes or no answer. Mm -hmm or maybe, or you know, short answers that don't really lead anywhere. We want a full conversation so that people can actually discuss it, you know, yeah. properly. And, you and yeah. um, also we have, um, it, so the game also has its re own reward system. So whoever wins the game, because one of them will win, obviously, and the other one will lose the game, but whoever wins, they get to choose their own reward out of the reward deck. And at the end of the day, if you think about it, they both actually win because most of these are either things that they have to do for each other or things that they need to do together, you know? So mm -hmm. alongside of having those much needed, important conversations that most people don't have them and they don't even know what to ask and how to ask you know we've thought of all of those now they you know they can just get the game and then start asking yeah um, so alongside the important discussions we're also trying to help them with the small daily things that they can do for each other you know yeah. because i believe a relationship is built on the small continuous things that you do instead yeah. of the one off one times a year the one gesture Exactly. The big thing, like, oh my gosh, that one time we went. Yes, they are, this, yeah. they are fine and they are good. Obviously, they're going to help as well. It's not like nobody's 
paying any attention to them. But a relationship is not built on just that. You know, a no. relationship is built every day. Every so day. that's why we want to help them, you know, with, with small things to do as well for each other. And most of these things are things that most couples can do, you know. So they yeah. range from a 20-minute foot massage to um, tonight we're watching a movie that I like to maybe we go to a restaurant that I choose next week. And, you know, all the smallest stuff that helps the couple really refocus on each other and on their relationship and connection, basically. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it's, you know, I always find, and I see that in the relationships that are thriving so much, is how it is tied to the small things. Yes. It's not the grandiose things. It's the things that are consistent and that's that's because that's what you remember you know yes. those are the things that you remember every day and, and you know i was i was thinking about the ride that you guys were going on like for your when you were using your birthday indoor adventure thing um like this is a great thing on a car ride like how many yes, times yes. are people in cars together on a road trip yes and sometimes yes. it's very easy to be just be quiet because you like it sometimes the other person is on their phone they're you know doing something else and but how much more interesting would it be when you got to your destination which you're going to together that a few hours later what you would know about each other if you did something like play your game while you're in, yes. in, the, in the drive. Yes, exactly. And interestingly enough, this is one of the first ways that the game was actually used by some of our friends, which was so funny to see. Um, because we obviously, once we had it done and you know we were done with all the details, we got some printed and then we gave it to some of our friends, you know, so we can actually get like a third party's view on it because obviously it's my first creation together with my husband. In a way, it's our first baby. We are very yeah. subjective, you know, when we think about it. So we needed an objective uh, opinion about it as well. Yeah. Um, and this was actually one of the very first ways the game was used by some of our friends who were going on a holiday. And they literally just started asking each other questions on the way there. Which is great because that can be a stressful time too, like holidays is yes. all the anxiety that's like, oh, this family member, this is going to be miserable and, you know, yes. stuff yes. like that. You actually can get in a good headspace, you yes. know. So now, because now you've really piqued people's interest and they're like, okay, now I just have to get it because I have, they have to see, I mean, it's like anything else. You have to see for yourself. You know, when somebody yes. tells you about a restaurant and they're like, it's so good, the menu is just marvelous. You have to go yourself and taste it and try it and see like, is it really, is it really that good? So that's awesome because now people are going to look it up and find it and they can just type better topics yes. and it's going to pop up, right? If they put yes. that in their Google, yes. in their Google search engine or wherever yes. you look up information. Um, and is it categorical or is it just, you know, a surprise? So like there's cards and like you said, there's topics. Um, is it? You know, is it just a question or is there like a category like, okay, we're going to talk about, you know, sports or we're going to talk about whatever is it every question. Um, so in the main game, there are a few different types of questions. Yes, there are like curiosities, memories and past stories. Uh, and we also have 
five different extensions for those who want you know to dive into specific topics like parenting maybe mm. um, for new couples um again past stories that focuses only on past stories yeah um so we have five of them yes there are inti intimacy one we have the intimacy deck as well yes you have to have that yes people that's an important deck yes. go through all of those cards please make sure yeah. it's like and you gotta do that. for those who are not very keen on physical card games we have those people sorted as well because we have the better topics app and the now app we're in 2022 2022 <laughs> the technology download the app if you have a two-year-old they probably can know how to download the app right yeah, <laughs> yes so um and the app has div uh, three different memberships you know and obviously with each membership they have different benefits but what i like is that starting with the silver membership onwards um they get um weekly secret challenges where both partners get to choose usually they get three and they have to choose like one that they want to do that week and they have to do it and they have to take a picture of it because the app will ask their partner to confirm whether the um challenge has been done or not and obviously if it has been done then they get more points and the more points they get the more things that they can get you know within the app as um so right now they can get the extensions with those points and in the near future once we open up the marketplace there'll be a lot of real life things that people will be able to get with those points so anything from books on relationships to courses to even therapy sessions with different therapists wow the app is awesome <laughs> you know who doesn't want who doesn't want more and yeah. and being able to well and it gives you something to look forward to exactly you know like yes. I, I love that. Apps are great. So you can, can you get it on, cause you know, there's Apple users, there's Android users. Yes. Is it yes. available to either? Cause yes, people are, it's available for both. And it's also available to be played cross platform. So if one of the partners has iPhone and the other Android, it's fine. Cause it works cross as well as. See, see how they thought of everything. This is what makes it just so seamless for you to play. You can play the game through your phone or you can play the physical game. Yes. Both, both benefits. What are some of the insights that you found? So I know initially you said when you started the game, obviously your friends have played it. Now it's more global. Different folks have played. What's some of the feedback that you're most proud of that you've gotten from people that have played the game? Oh my God. Um, so first of all i just want to touch on the fact that many therapists right now in the us and uk both they are recommending this to their patients because they loved it so much and although they are in in this field basically for 20 25 years they never thought of making a fun game about it we had to They're think like, about dang it. it i could have thought of this i could have <laughs> took it on shark tank or something why didn't i think about this yeah I'm, um but that being said two of my favorite 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 feedbacks is um there was this so when we started when we actually launched it we launched it with a kickstarter campaign back in 2020 and um there was this guy from japan who backed us on kickstarter so after he got his game you know i reached out like hey do you like the game is it as you expected it to be what do you think like let me know 
And he said that he got the game because his wife didn't want to play it. I mean, because their relationship wasn't as good. And even after he got the game, his wife still didn't want to play the game. You know, she wasn't interested. She's like, I don't know what this is. You know, seems stupid. I don't want it. So what he did was he actually um, memorized some of the questions from the game so he could ask her during dinner, you know, because he went through the questions and he thought, no, it was an incognito game playing session that she was unaware of. Yeah. Brilliant. And because, you know, he went through the questions and he loved the decks and everything. He was like, oh my God, these are good questions I'm going to ask her. So he started asking her during dinner. So he's like, he asked, like, asked her like two questions and it went quite well, like better than expected. And they had like this interesting conversation after that. So he said like, you know, I'll, I'll uh, memorize some more for tomorrow's dinner and so on. So, you know, when I read that email, it literally brought tears to my eyes because I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm in the UK. And I've helped this guy improve his relationship literally on the other side of the world, all the way in Japan. I was so, so, so impressed. And I was so happy, you know, that I could actually help them in that way with a game. So it wasn't anything tedious about Mm -hmm. it. You know, it wasn't anything, oh, let's have a discussion now. Let's, you know, we need to talk type of discussions, which even to this day, they freak me out, to be honest. You know, even anytime somebody says to you, we need to talk, the other person has an emotional reaction to that. Yeah. <laughs> right? I still like, have emotional reactions to that. Like I still get so defensive about it. Even yeah. if I know I haven't done anything, I'm still defensive. Like, right. Like, your whole no. mood, yeah. your whole posture changes. Exactly. So this helps with that because you're now you're not att- like what seemingly could feel like being attacked. Yes, right? exactly. Because it's a game and it's, it's funnier and it's lighter. And usually when people are playing a game, they're more likely to be open and honest about their answers because they don't feel judged in any way. They don't feel attacked in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, And another really, really nice feedback is from um, this couple who kind of knows us um, and they still got the game because they're like, listen, we've been married for 32 years. Our relationship is great. You know, we don't really need it, but, you know, we like you guys. We're going to support you. It's fine. So they still got the game. I still reached out. I was like, do you mind just playing it just so you can give me some feedback? Because, you know, I'm curious what other people think. Like, I know what I think about it. But then again, I created it. So, you know, it's my baby. I'm going to see it from, you know, with like motherly eyes. Yeah. Um. So, you know, they got back to me and they were really, really, really impressed because they said, listen, we thought we know everything about each other after 30 odd years being married. And, you know, our communication was fairly good. But right. still the game actually helped us discuss things from a very different perspective that we never thought of looking at, you know, before. And they were quite impressed and they did say that they're going to play the game more and more because, you know, it still sparked interesting conversations even after being married for 30 years. That's phenomenal, you know, and that's, I love it because, and that's why I think relationships are such a, wonderful topic because whether you're talking about a new relationship or an incredibly mature relationship, there's relevance and applicability. Diana, what is the thing that you carry in your purse that you were showing me earlier? Well, you can describe it. If people are listening, she could talk about it. But if you're watching on YouTube, you actually can see it. (laughs) Yes. So for the last couple of weeks because I've just been handed this a couple of weeks ago I am carrying my England prestige award for 2021-2022 for the most innovative game of the year in the UK 
I'm very proud of this award. It is heavy, it's very heavy, but I'm still carrying it with me everywhere because I'm so proud of it. And I want to show it off to literally everyone. I, it's awesome. It's awesome. I didn't even know, you know, how, how it works in the world of making games, but if you can win an award, that must mean it's pretty good. Nobody's going to award somebody for a game that is sucky. Yes, <laughs> right. yes, yes. I mean, that's the thing. Um, what the judges loved about it is that they literally couldn't find anything like it out there. Did, did you have to apply, like apply, like how did you go about it? How did you yes, win? Yes, it is. Um, interestingly enough, when I applied, I never for a second thought I'm going to win. I just applied just to get some insight into what does it actually take to get a, an award because yeah. that was always something that intrigued me you know like I always used to watch awards like the Oscars and Grammys yeah. and stuff and obviously in film is slightly different but still I was I was very interested and um, so when you apply there is this very long form that you have to go through where obviously you describe what you have in this case better topics the game I described it how you know it's played why it's different and all of that and then where have you appeared before so, you know, I've sent them all the media appearances I had till then, the podcasts I've been on, uh, my socials, you know, my Facebook, my Twitter, my Instagram, all of my socials, you know, and um, a lot, a lot of information that went into it, actually. So I applied and again, I never thought I'm going to win. But then, you know, a while after I actually just got an email from them, which was so funny, they were like, oh, uh, we need to call you to give you some feedback, you know, on your application. So I thought, mm -hmm. okay, so clearly I haven't won, but at least they'll give me some feedback and then I'll know what to do better next time, you know, maybe for next year. Yes. And I'm, I'm hopping on this call with this guy and he's like telling me about the award that they've been doing this for like 16 years in the UK. And, you know, um, for any category to be considered, there have to be at least 10 uh, applicants. And then out of those, they shortlist five and then, you know, for your category, you won and congratulations. And I'm like, uh, wait, what, 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 what was that? It's <laughs> like, oh yeah, you won your category. Like, congratulations. Most enough. And I'm like, oh my God. And I start like screaming my head off in the house. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> right. Like that is not what I gathered from your cryptic yeah. email that just said you want to talk. Exactly. That could mean anything. Exactly. And now you're finding out. Well, and I think what's interesting is the rigor, you know, it's not just like, they get one application and then that person wins the thing, right? There's, exactly. There's exactly. A, a robust yes. amount of, yes. of people and that therefore criteria and a whole process of how they exactly. select exactly. it. And that's for you to have done this one. I mean, think about any other thing that you try yes. to go for in life, sports, any anything where you're trying to get to a certain level of achievement, yes. usually you have to do it a few times. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah. Before you get some reward right back. So yeah. that's that that speaks volumes. Congratulations. Yes, I mean, that was literally my mentality when I went into it. I was like, I'm going to apply, see what yeah. it takes to actually make it through the finish line. You know, that was literally my. Yeah. My it's like somebody who does the first race, but doesn't they have to kind of walk. But they just want to get to the finish line because that's the point is finishing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right? like that. And then they're like, oh, actually, you won because, you know, we think the game is amazing. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> like, it's awesome. Yes, I'm going to accept the award. 
I think I think it's so great. So so is it that simple? Just just remind us again. What's the best way? Is there a um, a website or is it yes. you know like I said, just type so, it in and it will come up. Um, whether they want you know the physical card game or the app, all the links are on our website, which is bettertopics.com. They can get the physical card game from their uh, links to the app as well, uh, links to the memberships if they want that. Also for the physical game who you know wants to get it from amazon as well they can because we have it in us uk and australia as well via amazon you know if they want to get it straight away and they're not patient till we ship them from the uk <laughs> amazing yeah so there's multiple ways to do it you can also do the mobile version yes. like we've talked about so you can actually just type in better topics in your like app finder thing right and yeah. then they will they will be able to find the game in there that's amazing i love that there's multiple things so what's next what's next for you so next is um we want to get the app to a certain number of players before we can actually open up the marketplace where obviously once that is open people will be able to buy as i said real life things with the points so Amazing. we are in literally negotiations with different companies as well, like travel companies. So we can get discounts, like real life big discounts for couples that want to book, you know, holidays like that and then use the in-app points. So the more they play, the more points they get, the more real life things they will be able to get. Um, and in the future, we will start uh, translating it into different languages because right now we have it only in English. Mm -hmm. but Spanish was a much requested language. Mm -hmm. um, and also we are thinking about doing a similar game for friends and for family, because Wonderful. we had a lot of friends who did request this, you know, that they are not in a relationship, but they would still like to play something like this with their friends. Yeah. And interestingly enough, we had two of our friends a couple of Christmases ago who were really intrigued about the game. And although they are not like in a relationship, they still wanted to play it. So they started playing it. And because they are good friends and they were comfortable with sharing stuff, they could still play the game as well. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and in all relationships, right? There's, a, I think, people who value depth and meaning and connection yes. are going to want to experience that in yes. a variety of relationships, whether that's your romantic, intimate relationship or friendship or partnership, you know, in some other type of way with family. Um, so I, th I think that's awesome. I love that you are so committed, you know, to this because it's, it's, it's such, it's such an area that we put so much work into, um, as human beings and yes. why not enrich that experience to make it even better. If, if we're going to spend the rest of our lives, in some kinds of different relationships, why not make them the best that they can be, right? Yes, and bring the fun in because that work on relationship doesn't have to be tedious anymore. You know, keep yes. it fun because if you keep things fun, you will do them more times. Like I know even, yeah. you know, from my uh, days of training as a manager, the courses where the fun was involved, anything like playing a game, I remember those courses to this day all the stupid things that we were asked to do then because it was fun, you know, yeah. and what we've learned through those. So with relationships is the same, you know, if you keep the fun in doing things together, you will do them more times and more oh, yeah. often, and that will just help you grow the relationship and the connection. It's basically like a fun team building with your partner. 
Exactly. Exactly. We love that. So I'm going to end with a couple of questions that people can get to know you just a little bit better. And the first question I have for you is what makes you unbreakable? Is as an homage to the name of my show. Um, I think the belief that I always had growing up was that I will not settle for a mediocre relationship. I don't know how I had that belief. Maybe all the crazy romantic books I used to read in my teenage years, I don't know, might be. But I always had this belief that I will not settle for something that doesn't make my soul really happy you know and even when I wasn't feeling it right then and there I knew that that's a possibility and I didn't give up you know and to this day one of the best things was not to settle for a mediocre relationship because I literally ended meeting the perfect partner and the most amazing husband and I know maybe people might think that oh I'm bragging too much with him because you know that's not even possible for him to be like that but it is this is what I try to tell people. It is, you know, it's he still possible. does all the nice things that he used to do at the beginning of a relationship. And I do too, because we want yes. to grow it, you know, because we both have this commitment to having the relationship. So I think this would be, you know, what makes me unbreakable, this faith that, you know, everyone deserves a great relationship and great relationships are possible and you should not settle for a mediocre one. Yes, please don't settle. If there's one message that you take away, please write that down. Make it an alarm that you that goes off every day. Don't settle for a mediocre relationship. Okay, what is one thing on your bucket list, Diana? It could be for you or it could be for you and your husband together. Oh, wow. I have a few things. Um, well, I never wanted to jump out of a plane till today but after having that indoor flight experience i'm more confident in trying that maybe so yeah yeah i think i think i don't know if this year but definitely in the future we will definitely try that too again yeah. this is something that um excites me that i get to do together with my husband that's fantastic i love that okay what is a self-limiting belief that you've had to overcome uh, so there is something that I had and through therapy, I've discovered it was related to a trauma that I had. Uh, and it was the fact that I could, I had this limiting belief that I could not trust anyone or rely on anyone. And I always had to do things by myself. And if I wanted them done or done properly, I always had to do them myself. Um, but I realized what that was, you know, going through therapy and everything that resurfaced it. And it made me realize why I had that belief. I worked through it. I'm still working through it. Like it's not hundred percent resolved. It is a lot better. <laughs> and it also helped me with giving up the reins and not keeping them as strong and being so controlling all the time. Mm -hmm. And also having a great partner, um, that constantly reassures me, you know, that he's there He's reliable. He's not going to leave. He's, you know, someone I can trust deeply. That helps as well. Yes. I think that is a difficult 
one to, to manage and it's it's not uncommon for, for people yes. to feel like they can't trust or rely on others. Um, what about a superpower? What is something that you are really good at that you're proud of? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> actually, we had a massive brainstorming session about what am I good at and I came to realize that I don't have one specific superpower like most people. And that's when my husband actually suggested I do something in the relationship uh, niche, because in his opinion, this is my superpower, keeping our relationship uh, and grow it, basically. Yeah, I, I would agree with your husband. He's got a keen, a keen eye for, for your talent. So I, I'm going to go ahead and be the second person to stack my hand on that. Um, Diana, if you had to give one last piece of advice to anybody who's listening right now, what would that be? Oh, God. Um, so alongside everything I said before, you know, I don't want to just repeat everything I said because it's already said it's out there. They can re-listen to it. Alongside with all of that, I have this um, saying where you should not take money advice from broke people. But that applied to relationships. Be careful who you take relationship advice from. Because many have no idea what they are talking about. You know, many would give you life advice and relationship advice from their very own experience. However, you are a different person mm -hmm. with different beliefs, different background, different everything. And even in the exact same situation, you might and most likely will react in a different way. So, you know, yeah, don't take money advice from broke people and don't take relationship advice from people that have no idea what they're talking about. Like, look at their relationship. If you want to mirror that, then yes, definitely take that advice on. If you look at their relationship and you would not want to be in that relationship, then don't listen to that advice. Go and look for it somewhere else maybe in a book. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That that is a very legitimate thing to say. I think that's that's so true. Um so I appreciate you saying that. Um how can people follow you? Now that they've learned so much, how can they learn more because now they're going to be like I want to know what else she's doing. <laughs> yes. So we are on all the socials at Better Topics and Better Topics Official. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. And we also have a YouTube channel where I sometimes interview therapists and coaches, you know, on relationship things, because my background, as I said, is in law, is not in therapy of any way. Um, so sometimes I do bring on the specialist so people can actually hear the specialist opinion on situations rather than just some opinion of, someone who might think they know that is awesome i love it there's i will make sure that uh the links that you're talking about is in the show notes so anybody who wants to reference and those diligent people because if you're like me i like to be thorough and i like to have access to information so that i can research it later <laughs> Those links will be available to you so you can follow Diana, find more, buy the game, everyone, seriously. You know, there's there's always 
things that we can be learning, even if you are, and I love the example you gave about the 32 year relationship, even if you are in a good relationship and you feel very connected, there's always room for growth. There's always room to try something new, try something fun, go out there, get the game, um, support Diana, uh, whether it's through the app, like we talked about, or whether, whether it's the actual physical game, um, that would be amazing. But Diana, I'm so grateful for you spending so much time today talking about your own relationship, helping us see the possibility for what is out there to have hope, to believe, and also to have fun. Yes. Thank you so much for having me today. I had a lot of fun being here. Um, and again, you know, if people um, want to do fun things with their partner, just get the Better Topics game and get playing. Yeah. Woohoo. Thanks, Diana. I can't tell you how excited I am about Better Topics, this wonderful game that Diana and her husband created. Let me delve in a little bit more. Like I said, if you're like me, you want the details, tell me more. How much does it cost? There are if go to the website, this is the first thing I'm going to tell you, go to bettertopics.com. It will tell you everything that you need to know about the physical game, the digital game, how to play. There's a complete collection, which is the best way to experience the full game. And it's $55 and 45 cents. And then there are uh, different things like the base deck that's $24.95 or if you want specific decks like a new couple or parenting or past stories those are $9.45 each so very affordable whether there is just the specific deck that you want for less than $10 or the complete everything for less than $60 I think it's awesome that the price is so affordable and it's so worth everything that you get out of it. And then there is the digital. There's the digital game. Uh, so uh, let me look at that plan and get back to that so I can tell you about those memberships. Diana talked about the silver membership that is $19 for the year. Okay, so that's $1.58 a month, incredibly affordable. Um, you get the, the mobile game extension and uh, there's weekly challenges like she talked about, uh, things like that. And 5% discount on all the Better Topics products on the website. There's the gold uh, membership where you get two mobile game extension decks a little bit more than the first membership and that's $35 a year and if you want the platinum membership it's $79 a year still very affordable and with that one you get five mobile game extensions 15% discount on all the products you get uh, record record audio and video responses, uh, access to an extensive uh, or exclusive library um, of content and uh, live events, access to live events. So there's, there's all kinds of other stuff. You can go on the website and find it. But I just wanted to add those specifics for anybody who's curious and is wondering what exactly do I get? Again, available to Apple Store uh, or Google Play uh, users out there. 
So really access for everyone, so affordable. And if you're looking to enhance your relationship or get into a relationship that is thriving, this is just wonderful. I love this. I love this so much. I love supporting entrepreneurs. I love when they have such incredible products to share. This has been an amazing platform to be able to do that. So I invite you to really support Diana. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure that you share this episode. If you are like, oh my gosh, I know somebody who needs to know about this game and can use the, you know, all the goodies that were shared here. That's the beauty of a podcast. This is a free resource. So share, share, share it. Uh, ah, what a gift. What a gift. Phenomenal. Subscribe or follow if you haven't already. Born Unbreakable. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, Born Unbreakable is the platform. Go to bornunbreakable.com and you'll find everything you need to know, how to reach out to me, how to connect with me, uh, how to suggest things to me. Give a review out out there on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Uh, Remember, you are your only limit, so take action today. Can't wait for you to hear the next episode. Keep tuning in and I'll keep bringing all the goodness that will help you to grow your life and remember that you are born unbreakable and to be unapologetically the incredible human being that you are. See you next time.